This episode is brought to you by Studio, a Swedish headphone company that is revolutionizing headphones. They are offering our listeners a 15% discount when you use the code SOMOSPADRES on their website. Stay tuned to hear more details about them later in the episode. I remember when the therapist said that one time. She's like, just because she's in a bad mood or whatever, she puts it on the table. You don't have to pick it up. You know what Ooh, I mean? You don't got to leave it there. You have to practice what you preach, you know? And I think that you can tell your children, you know, all kinds of things that they should and shouldn't be doing, but if you turn around and do something that doesn't match it, then it's, you know, they're going to remember what they see. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're going to remember. I mean, look at us. We're talking yeah. about what we saw growing up. Like, we don't talk about what our parents told us, you know, like the pearls of wisdom they gave us. It's like yeah. we just talk about the images and the memories that we have. Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of mothers and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Here we go. guys, this is Yesenia, and I'm here to do a quick intro for this next episode. It is the second half of our conversation with Nancy and Nelson. If you haven't listened to the first part of the conversation, I completely recommend that you also listen to it. You don't have to necessarily listen to it in order, but I definitely think that you should listen to the first part of the conversation where we get to know Nancy and Nelson and how they were raised and all of this, you know, how they met and all of that good stuff. Um, and they begin to talk to us about some of the really difficult times in their relationship, how they navigated that early part of their relationship. So just a lot of great information. So I definitely recommend if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Um, but if you did, then you are so ready to listen to the second half of this conversation where we just take a deeper dive into how did they actually do it? And it turns out one of the ways in which they really strengthened their relationship was going to therapy. So they talked to us about that. They talked to us about really um, learning how to communicate well and some tricks that they picked up from therapy. Um, they also, I would say one of the, uh, the one of the things that I really picked up from them was how you have to embody what you're trying to teach your kids. Like we have to walk the walk and show our kids, not just tell them. And lastly, we start talking about the law of attraction. For those of you that don't yet follow Nancy on Instagram, she is a big believer in the law of attraction and living her life um, through that lens and being in alignment and getting you know into the flow of things. And it's one of the things that really helps them to decide what they do or do not do as a family. I mean, I loved it. You're going to love it. And I cannot wait to talk to you after you've listened to this episode. So I'll catch you guys on the other side. Okay, guys, we are back. And there are so many different places where I still want to go in the interview. Um, but I want to pick us up maybe, um, Nelson, something that stuck out in my mind was when you were talking about um, that in the beginning, and Nancy, you kind of mentioned this too, um, there was a lot of anger. And your body was like literally manifesting like you cannot be this angry person. Um, and so you were forced to work on it. How did you work on it, like specifically? Um, a lot of trial and error, really, man. <laughs> it was like we, I think it, me, I was a very even keel. So I was, I'm always pretty mellow. I'm always like, I feel like I'm a good person. I was always uh -huh. a good person. I was always very, in, but I would always get hurt. It would hurt my feelings when I would see Nancy mad. Like, how could you get mad at me when I would never get mad at you for something like that? You know what right. I mean? And so I would always take those things so personal, uh -huh. you know? Um, and so I would get mad and I'd get, you know, she, we'd have these big fights, we'd argue and, and it was hurtful, you know what yeah. I mean? And 
going back and seeing the things that we got we fought about which is yeah, silly so we went to therapy okay. went to therapy a couple times um and we worked on stuff and that helped and i think for me there was a lot of i felt i wasn't so good i didn't feel good about myself you know what i mean in the end i couldn't realize it, it was like i was hard on myself i was uh in school and i was still going to school and i still hadn't done it yet i took the long route i never so went. you had this underlying anger because mm-hmm. you weren't meeting the expectation of where you thought you should be yeah maybe i think i i feel like that had a, a big a lot to do with it i mean mm-hmm. um i didn't feel so good about myself and i think i had to work on myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean i thought i was this great person but i guess you know there was some things that needed to be fixed you know and um i went to school and i finished the road to physical therapy was just so complicated. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I just, everything happened, you know, everything mm-hmm. kept happening, my health and family issues and then money. And then eventually I made it and I felt, you know, proud of myself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that came later. But I mean, those things that um, we worked on, like talking to each other, we would always be able to fix it. We always, I don't think we ever stayed mad at each other for more than a day or two. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we were always, I would always threaten to break up. Let's, let's end this, let's yeah. break up. This and is then, too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. It's and I would, I would always be quick to just bail and then uh, we'd always work it out and then come back and, you know, all the tears. But Nancy really, you know, made me <laughs> mm-hmm. work on it. And I think uh, she wouldn't give up on me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. I say angry, I was... Um, my dad was a yeller, right? Yeah. My dad yelled. Uh, there was a. He was intimidating with his voice, and he was a physically intimidating person, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, he would never physically do anything to me. But uh, the the words were scary, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I one time that sticks out was he was. He was not going to go to work, and he told me if anybody calls. I'm not here. You know what I mean? He was outside working on a car. And I'm watching, you know, TV. And then the phone rings. And then I was like, I was like, you know, asking for my dad. I was like, yeah, hold on. And then I go down, I call him. And he comes up and it, it's work. And they call him into work. And then he hung up and he grabbed the phone. And it was those, you know, the dial phones. with the. And then he spiked it on the floor and it exploded. I mean, you heard, bing. And you just heard that I for like, five minutes you could hear that that ring like just that i mean he was a scary man like that you know what yeah. i mean and now you see my dad he's such a gentle person mm-hmm. you know um but i guess i picked up those those traits mm-hmm. being angry and and uh punching a, a wall or, you know what i mean and trying to intimidate with my voice and and uh hitting things again i wasn't physically abusive to nancy i was just a, a yeller like my dad mm-hmm. you know and I, I felt that that was normal you know what i mean and yeah you were like this is how you do mm-hmm. this is how you handle your yeah. anger and it just i got sick physically sick i had to have the surgery um and that helped you know what i mean but i mean there's things that you know life is just too important like i said the um the tragedies that we've had in our life my my cousin Paula, when she died, you know, um, that was hard for us. But Nancy was there for for that as well. I mean, it, things that you perspective. And then um, now with these kids, I mean, there's they just mean so much to me, to mm-hmm. us. It's just it's worth everything to me. And I would not want them to grow up like that. I don't want them to see an angry dad. Right. I don't want them to see what I saw. You know, I had a great childhood. I, my parents always showed me love, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But that um, part of them was, you know, they would use me as a tool, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to get back at each other, that style. Uh, my mom would get mad at my dad. And then uh, she would send messages to me. They would go months without talking, months. I would say, tell your dad this. And so I'd really go between <laughs> oh, wow. or they would yeah. use me to be, they didn't want to be in an awkward situation because they don't want to yeah. be alone together. Yeah. And so I remember they were the first time. This is a funny is like they were going to Davis uh, to pick up my sister and they were not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So my mom wanted me to go so that 
they wouldn't be awkward in the car with each other. I was like, no, I gotta, I have homework to do. I have a paper to write. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and then that was in high school. And then, uh, my mom was mad at me for that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how are you going to get mad at me for that? And I remember mm-hmm. I punched, uh, uh, the window out of a door, out of a door. And I got a, an apology from, and I think that was like, this is what I got to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what I got to do to do things. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah, my mom never apologizes. It's a rare, uh, mm-hmm. thing for my mom to apologize for certain things. Um, not to say she's not a bad, that she's a, she's a great person, but you know, mm-hmm. things he can work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I don't specifically have anything that I can attribute other than me and Nancy just working at it mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. and constantly. And, and, and it, I, go ahead. No, oh, well, I was just going to say, was there like an awareness, like, I don't know. I, I feel like for myself, at least there's when I wanted to stop yelling, it was like, first you have to be aware of, okay, I'm yelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I imagine something like happens too, where you just have to come become aware of it. Like, okay, I'm working on this. Okay. I'm going to, I don't know, like that there's some, or maybe it's just an understanding of, okay, where is this coming from? I need to figure out where this is coming from. Mm-hmm. And that helps me yeah. come down. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, that, was a big part of it too. I mean, I, you know, seeing my parents and I, I come back to that a lot, just that anger and seeing that I didn't want that for my kids. And like that was enough for you. Like yeah, that awareness I, I, yeah. of that. And I, I, I love Nancy. I love Nancy. I love her now. You know I mean? It was just, we wanted to work on it. And mm-hmm. it was a when it was good, it was really good. And we had mm-hmm. a great time. She's like, literally, she's my best friend. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Growing up with her. We grew up together in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> um Maya has joined the interview. Yeah, she's here. <laughs> you know the the other thing that we're working on right now cuz you know you're always working on something yes. is like how for him to not take my moods personally, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think he would he would react to my mood. So if he saw that I was upset, then he'd sort of take that on like and he you know sort of felt like he needed to fix it. Yeah. And so and even when he says certain things and I take it the wrong way, it's mm-hmm. like it's not for him to like, you know, like f- make me like it's it's me. It's how I'm interpreting the situation. It's my thoughts. It's my feelings. And so I have to kind of sit with the stuff and then come back and say, OK, this is why I'm upset without him taking it on, you know, and he used to take it on and get upset about stuff like that. And so right now yeah. that's kind of the thing where it's like and, and, you know, so we get into these disagreements and then we just kind of let them go. Yeah. We you just know? learn to fight. We learn to argue. Mm-hmm. And, and we learn to have good discussions. Right. And it's on the table. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when the therapist said that one time. She's like, just because she's in a bad mood or whatever, it, she puts it on the table. You don't have to pick it up. You know oh, what I mean? You don't got to leave it there mm-hmm. and just let her be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What do you but, think is the key to a good, how to, I don't know, not fight fair, but, you know, how to have a good disagreement? How to have a good. Let uh, let what me are the win. Keys? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I like think some tips for people because I think what you just shared right now is really great. It's a process. It's a process. It was like, uh, what do you guys do when you disagree? We there's that first part where it's it's we're both irritated. I get I just need space. You know, we can talk about it, and then we just I tend to just I gotta go run an errand or I'll take off, and then. Mm-hmm breathe uh mm-hmm. let it simmer down and then okay. um we talk about it and uh when i when it's something i did and i have to call it, go to apologize or you know we 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 talk it out and it be, be it maybe the next day if we need the, the nights that cool off or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but we talk about it uh, so so what does that mean just because she puts it on the table you don't have to pick it up her bad like she's her bad mood if she's like, in a bad mood because i get I tell Diego this sometimes when Diego comes by and he's in a bad mood and then Diego's really good at, Hey, I'm just in a bad mood. This is my bad mood. Yeah. Let yeah. me be. Let me, you know yeah. what I mean? So he's kind of, he's learned that he's learned it from us. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because I'm in a bad mood, it doesn't mean it's anything to do with you. I'm just in a bad mood. You yeah. Know? And so let me work it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I tell him, look at him. Yeah. yeah. Teaching yeah. Us. <laughs> so like, Go Diego. Yeah. So you're, his bad mood or your, her bad mood. If Why do you have to, make me part of it 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where I struggle sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, it's not a, I'm not perfect at it, but sometimes right. like learning to just, it's not about me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or uh, that. And don't I, pick it up. I don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not about me. Just that, that's what we needed yesterday when our kids were being crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think that, because you kind of touched on like um, your parents and how they raised you and how you kind of just reflected on that um, in some way, like you saw the impact of that it had on you and you were like, I'm not going to turn around and do that now and have that experience for my kids of seeing this angry dad. Like, how did you reflect on the parenting or the way that you were parented with and like healed it? Like, how did you do that? without holding a grudge because i know a lot of times people can't hold a grudge against how they were parented how did you how have you done that without holding a grudge on your parents like i said my parents always showed me a lot of love so in the end they're they loved us they you know Mm -hmm. my my dad would always tell us that he loved us my mom would always tell us um so they were and very affectionate. They were very, yeah, they, they really loved us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I never doubted that ever. You know, okay. there was just that that part, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, they were always wanting to get divorced. And we would, my sister and, uh, and I would just be crying to make them not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they worked on it. So a lot of times they they were trying to split and we, they couldn't because of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they always came back and we were a big part of their lives and i know that and um you know i, I can't hold a grudge my, my to this day my mom doesn't hold a grudge if my mom holds if my mom gets mad at you she's mad at you for maybe 24 hours <laughs> the next yeah. day she's and fine she's yeah. she the next day she's fine she drops it, it as as you would even with her sister like Mm-hmm. like they can be i can't imagine they're ever going to talk again then they're there they're joking and that's just how they do it so my mom doesn't hold grudges at mm-hmm. all you know if she just says her piece lets you know and um she moves on. and then she moves on you know what I mean? but sometimes she does want you to go over there and, and kind of rub my mom like i said doesn't say sorry uh-huh. sometimes um but because she's like i've moved on I don't know what I gotta say. Sorry, but I, 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 I moved fine. on. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. That's what she says. Yeah. I don't. I don't talk about it. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as far as going back to your question, you said. How do you not hold a grudge? How do I not hold a grudge? I guess by example that you know they they never hold a grudge. I feel like uh, like with towards Nancy or towards. I mean, I love them. In the end, it's like mm-hmm. you know, I'm mad, but I don't hate them. I'm not gonna just. I can't walk away from. Them. This yeah. this is the greatest thing in my life, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and, and that's why I just I don't give. I've never met it. I'm never met it at Diego. I think I'm. Yeah. I get frustrated with him, you know what I mean, and I think. Uh, but he, we have a good relationship, mm-hmm. and Diego's a, a great kid, and and like he says, he tells me it's my bad mood, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so I'm learning from him, you know. And we and we also. You know, like, we don't hide our disagreements from him. So he gets to see how we disagree and then how we recover from that. Yeah. And so I don't want him to fear, like, having hard conversations either. Like, I want him Mm -hmm. to know that you could disagree with someone and it doesn't mean, like, you know, like the end of the world. Like, that you could, you know, not like each other for a little bit, but that you could always come back. And so... We don't hide that part, you know, and he'll sometimes be like, oh, you guys fighting again. But then he also sees, <laughs> he also the sees the repair, you know. And so, um, so then when we get upset at him about something and then, you know, he takes it personal, like we can always go back and just like reflect back on, you know, why we were upset. And, you know, sometimes for me, like I will tell him like, you know, I'm carrying this thing that has nothing to do with you. And so I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to put it on you because Mm -hmm. I know that when I'm in my head about something and he does something, I'm quicker to react. Mm -hmm. And, and I have to kind of step back and, you know, sort of check myself and say like, Hey, you know, like, what are you going to do to fix that or, 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 you know, heal that Mm -hmm. so that it's, it's not showing up, you know, in how I parent. Um, So I think, I think for us, it's important to just model this new way. It's just like, let's show them 
that, you know, we can all disagree. And, and one thing that I really, you know, because I'm trying to learn this myself is teach Diego is like, you know, your thoughts are what create your feelings, what, which eventually create your, create your reaction or your mm-hmm. action. And, um, and so he's had to navigate like, you know, friendship stuff, you know, at school. Mm-hmm. And he's done really well at knowing when to pull us into it and when to sort of do it on his own. Um, so can you, can you give us an example? So he, they offered, I guess, counseling at the school and he jumped at the chance. He was mm-hmm. just like, wow. and we were just like, you know, cause we had to sign an authorization. I was like, why are you going to go to like, what do you, what do you want to talk to them about? Right. <laughs> why can't you talk to me? I know. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so I know. That, that would have been me. I would have been right. like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. a therapist. Right. I, talk yeah. to me. Talk to me. Right. <laughs> and so, but it was so funny because when he was talking to Nelson about it, I remember Nelson having this really like. You know, like, I'm really glad you're doing that. I'm really glad that you're going to do that and talk to someone. And I was just like, that's what he needs to hear Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's okay to talk to other people. So, so, so he uses therapy to figure out friendship stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like a kid that like, sometimes will take things very personally. Like if somebody says something about them and that sort of thing. And so, um, so he was working on this thing where there was a kid that was just giving him a lot of negative attention, you know, and he just wasn't really happy with it. And he tried to, I guess, talk to the therapist about it and things weren't really changing. So that's when he kind of pulled us in and said, Hey, this is what's going on. Um, there's this kid, this is what's happening. This is how it's affecting me. And so we reached out to the teacher and then the teacher had us reach out to the parents. And so we had this like exchange with the parents via phone at first and then in person and the parents were totally open to it and were very welcoming and very you know what we ended up finding out was that this kid was having issues at home and he was also in like a private therapy you know going mm-hmm. to private therapy and i guess um he was trying to get a lot of negative attention from the parents but they didn't realize that it was also happening at school, at school. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. so for us it was really like it just made sense it's like okay so now i have this other version of what's going on and so that way you know the parents you know eventually talk to the kid and i haven't heard diego complain about it i mean i think at the beginning it was a little hard Mm -hmm. um but he's he doesn't complain about it they play together you know he they worked out they worked worked it out out. they they worked it out and they worked it out and he went to his party yeah, he oh, went to his cool. party like that following <laughs> yeah. weekend. He was fine. Yeah. He's like, hey. That's how kids are, right? They're like, let's go party. Yeah. They move on. Yeah. I'm so that, you know, so he was able to do that. And then even now, like when he tells me that he was talking to the therapist, um, yeah, it's it's about, because at one point I was like, do you tell them about us? You know? Yeah, so, right? He's like, no, why would I do that? <laughs> and so it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, you know, just making sure. But yeah. he really uses it to talk about friendship stuff yeah because mm-hmm. he was you were kind of like oh my god is yeah. there something we need to yeah handle? yeah like what, what are we is there doing? something we need to stop doing right. or to start doing or right are we not meeting but your he needs? uses it like as a way to just yeah figure out school stuff and so mm-hmm. um cool. so i think that's really healthy i talk about being in therapy it's not something mm-hmm. i hide um yeah you know because i think it's also very stigmatized especially in our community i think oh, people yes. think like oh and then you know oh you're a therapist and you go see a therapist mm-hmm. but it's like yes because yes only the good ones yes do. exactly because <laughs> Maybe you that's know, what you need to ask do you go to therapy right if you don't go to therapy i don't right. want to see you right <laughs> because it's true it's like you know you you it all carries over it's like if you're taking care of yourself it's going to carry into your marriage it's going to carry into how you parent you know if you're doing something you really enjoy you know work life um you really have to enjoy it and and i made a change last year when i realized i wasn't enjoying my job anymore that helped big time mm-hmm. you know because then i wasn't carrying that energy anymore it was just mm-hmm. like i needed something new yeah. and i got the new thing i needed also flexibility so i reduced my schedule i only work 4 days a week um because i know that i need my weekend and mm-hmm. i need to honor also um, the season of my life, you know, I'm parenting a two-year-old right now and I need to be around more and I need to take care of myself mm-hmm. so that when I show up to work, like I'm there, I'm mm-hmm. present, I'm, you know, and, and same with, you know, our home life. It's just, we don't try to overschedule or do a bunch of things. Like we really try to preserve our time at home, um, and family time. So that's been also a huge shift that happened after Maya came around, you know, it was, we need to just settle down, you know. Yeah. Schedule wise was, was a big deal. I mean the schedule right. now is like um 
for you know for me when I started doing the home health mm-hmm. uh, physical therapy thing it was I was traveling everywhere I was going everywhere so I'd see six seven patients a day spread out all over the bay mm-hmm. and that was hard because mm-hmm. I get yeah. home late and how can you really help I had to write my notes so that took up a lot of time and then the agency that I used to work with I have to finish my notes before Sunday the day to get paid for everything yeah. you know so I'd be on a weekend Stress. writing all my yeah. notes so now with with uh where, where I'm at now it's uh I work Sunday through Thursday I'm off Fridays mm-hmm. um and then Sunday, I only see two patients. And so mm-hmm. I can schedule those 9 to 10. That's my full day. Mm-hmm. And then during the week, I'm home at 1.30. And that's my full day. Yeah. And then I can do... So dinners, you know, I work on dinner. I like to cook. It's... it's it's, I've gotten better at it, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> the house is clean. Try to make it so that mm-hmm. when we come home, we can just be a family. All the other stuff is done. That doesn't always happen because sometimes I'm a little busier than other days. But that's been helpful. Mm-hmm. More time with the family. Um, uh, Nancy gets up early to have some time for herself. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, I can't get up early like that, you know? Me but <laughs> And I, I, I want to make sure that Nancy's doing okay. So I, I feel like... I'm doing a lot of these things because I want Nancy to feel good and <laughs> <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Right? Yeah. You know, but it, right, Paulo. <laughs> but you know, See, it's it's just again, it's a team, the, the team effort. It's a you team know effort. I mean? Yeah. We do everything together like that, get things done. So there's things that we I go to Trader Joe's. I'll have time to do that. So you know, that's how it works out. Yeah, we got our yeah. little system going yeah, now, we do. and it's a lot. It's gotten a lot easier, and you know, the kids are. You know, they're happy. Yeah. They, they, we spend more time with them that way. And, you know. Do you get any, like, flack, I guess, for being um, the one who cooks dinner and the one who does the shopping, which in our culture is oh, yeah. ascribed to the female role? Um, I mean, I think that our generation, we're fighting those general roles and, and those things because ultimately this is what works in each family, in your family. Yeah. I know in our family, that's also like Paulo cooks dinner because that's kind of what works in our family because he gets home first. Um, did, do you get any flack from... I, I, I probably do, but I don't really care about that. I mean, I've you always been like, not... Eh. I've never been machista like that. Yeah. I've never always been like, you know... I never had any expectations of Nancy. If Nancy stays home, like I'm not coming home after work. If she's home all day and the house is, you didn't. I'm not gonna come what? home. Like why didn't yeah. you clean? I don't care. You know what I mean? And, I, and Nancy does. Nancy knows that she can do. She, if it's she's home, I want her to take care of herself and yeah, and he really do her does thing. force me to rest. And mm-hmm. then uh, you know, and cooking and cleaning. I mean, we all do it. So, yeah, you know what I mean. It's so I'm not gonna put it all on her. Mm-hmm. I grew up like that though. It's funny because my my dad, uh, he never cooked. Mm-hmm. He would make you know some eggs every, mm-hmm. here and there, uh, but he wouldn't really clean the house. My mom would, my sister would clean, mm-hmm. and I would get to hang out and you know with my dad and just watch TV or something. Yeah. And then there wasn't that expectation that I clean. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of things that were done for me like that. And so, but I grew up. I don't know how I just didn't yeah, have that like expectation. How did that, yeah, yeah, how did that just turn around? Yeah, how did you just like realize, oh my God, so I have the time now, I need to do this. Yeah, I don't know how I realized it. I just, <laughs> like, you just went with it. Just went with it. It wasn't like I, like I grew up with having these like, this is, you know, the way it's going to be. I have mm-hmm. friends that, you know, they won't serve themselves unless the wife serves yeah. them or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's right. just... I mean, I, I don't they really won't, see that. Or they at all. won't cook or they won't help out in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a neater cook than Nancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if Nancy cooks, I can make a whole meal in the house. The kitchen's clean. Nancy yeah. can make, I'm sorry that I'm putting you on. Like, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm I mean, to Nancy it. can yes. make a peanut butter jelly sandwich and it just looks like, Boom. wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. You're like, mm. but it, it works. It works for us. Yeah. That's the mm. system. And I want Diego to be the same. I don't want him to have that expectation. Mm-hmm. I want him to know that. He wants to cook, and I'll teach him how to cook. And mm-hmm. as long as he's safe and not gonna burn us right. to the mm-hmm. ground, yeah, eventually yeah. he'll take mm-hmm. over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey guys, so we wanted to give you an update on our Studio Regent headphones, which we've been using now for a while. And I have to tell you that I am still in love with them. Yes, the sound quality is really impressive, and they're still super cute. 
Yeah, and they have 24-hour <laughs> battery life. Oh, my. I don't think I've even charged mine. No, not yet. They're Bluetooth, mm -hmm. but they can also be used with a wire. Yeah, like we're doing right now. Mm, exactly. I'm using it for the podcast. You can cha change the caps with mm -hmm. other designs. Nice. And they're really comfortable. The headband okay. is adjustable, and it cannot get better than that. I know. So you can head on over to studio.com to check them out. Use our code SOMOSPADRES and get 15% off, and they ship worldwide for free, and it's no taxes. So it doesn't get much better than that. It can't. Yeah. Free tax, free shipping. I know. So let's continue with our interview. Let's continue. Something that I uh, wanted to ask, because I think that a lot of the people we follow, Nancy, yeah. and um, we've heard of Jess Lively, mm -hmm. and um, you've taken her courses now, or you took her course. Well, like, when did you discover Jess Lively? Oh, God. First of all, <laughs> yeah. what has been maybe the biggest shift for you since Jess Lively and yeah. how do you, I mean, I've, I've already heard you say how mm -hmm. you're teaching Diego. Mm -hmm. So that's my next question is, mm -hmm. um, you know, right. how much, like, I just, I think about the future of our kids and how they're going to jump ahead of us yeah. because it took us until we're in our late thirties yeah. to figure this stuff out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's this possibility that they are going to grow up Mm -hmm. with this understanding of the right. law of attraction right. and what that will do to propel them. Right. But um, but let, let me not go get too yeah. far down the road. Let <laughs> no, me go back. Can. When did you discover and how did you discover Just yeah. Lively and the law I, of attraction? You know, I'm a big podcast listener. So that's, yeah. you know, that's one of the things. So I don't know how I came across her, um, but I just started to listen to her. And who is Jess Lively? Oh, Jess, there, there might be yeah, even yeah, people like who don't Jess even know who Jess Lively, Lively is. So she's, you gotta um, follow her. Yeah, so if you're she's into the law of um, someone that is really living the law of attraction life. Mm -hmm. And so you, you know, I started to to listen to her when she was still married and kind of figuring out she what her next. She was married. What? Um, and so she, you know, sort of when she started to figure out like what that next thing she wanted to do in life. And so it's mm -hmm. interesting because she sort of you know, lives her life via her intuition. Like she follows and she's gotten really good at listening to that inner wisdom that we all have. Yeah. Um, and so her podcast is really about letting people or showing people how they can also do the same. So how can you live your life more intentionally? Um, you know, how can you agree to do things that really feel good versus feeling pressured to do things? Mm -hmm. You know, how to live your life according to your compass, you know, because I think a lot of times we get programmed into thinking mm -hmm. this is the way you got to do it. Um, she's really good about not defining success by like, you know, sort of the checkoffs, like, right. you know, you got married, you got the house, like, so, sh so her whole thing is like, you can have all those things and still not feel like you're in alignment. Mm -hmm. Not be so, happy. Right, and not be happy. And so yeah. she's really just about like, how do you tap into that part of your, um, you know, your inside that, you know, that gets to make the decisions about your life, you know, mm -hmm. and so, so I just I listened to her for a number of years. And then I finally agreed to like, purchase one of her um, intuition courses. And so it was flow with intention. And, you know, what it is, is just, again, the same thing. It's like, how do you how do you listen to that inner wisdom that you possess? And, and, and then nowadays, like we get to, um, I think for us too, it's just like, you know, does this feel right? Like, you know, even mm. like if we get an invitation, what somewhere, are we feeling right now? What are we feeling? Like, yeah. does this feel like an invitation we want to say yes to? And, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. right. And so, and so we sort of use that or like, you know, do we, do we, and so I think for her, you know, that's kind of the point, like, you know, you don't, and for me, what's also really great is like also understanding that I'm not going to put all these pressures on my children to kind of, you know, like succeed or to do all these things like, you know, you have to go to college, you have to do all these things because nowadays, I mean, you don't really, I mean, I suppose you do, but you also want your children to like discover early on, like what, what is going to like light them up and mm -hmm. what is it about life that's going to mm -hmm. make them want to go a certain direction yes. instead of feeling like they have to make us proud you know or right. that you know we have to sort of you know i don't know like push them to do a certain something like i want them to just be able to know what it is to follow their own intuition yes um and to be able to say like you know this is 
what feels right for me or this is sort of the direction I want my life to go. Which may or may not be, you know, education, formal education bound. Mm -hmm. I mean, today and age, I feel like you don't have to go to college um, or any, I mean, success to me is just so broader now. Yeah. Right. Where now I just feel like success is when you're doing the thing that you were born to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're finding mm-hmm. that joy following that mm-hmm. that wisdom. Right. Um, how has her learning been for you? Like, I don't know. Are you, do you listen to Jess Lively or do you, osmosis? Is this still it's osmosis? Still, it's still a little law osmosis. of attraction. What do you it know is. about the law of attraction, Nelson? Oh, see. See? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. No, well, Nancy's very good at, um, She's very good at gratitude. Like she has the gratitude jar. Yeah. We fill out what's you know something we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. We put it in the jar. So she's had that practice. We do that. We talk about what's um, this flow thing. Yeah, yeah. This flow thing. I love it. Our flow. <laughs> I know about alignment. I can get my mm-hmm. my my vocabulary. Nice. Uh, I know that I need to keep Nancy aligned. In alignment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I <laughs> so keep myself I, in alignment. So help her help her <laughs> get aligned. But I think it's also helped me. You know. What do I got to do for myself, and and how do I feel good? Take care of myself, you know. Right. What I mean? So you watch her do this, and you're yeah. like, oh, right. Okay. So it was like we're like we see we're introverts, right? See, I, yeah. I know the terms. Yeah. We're, we're introverts, right? And I think we. Um, Me too. Paula and I are also introverts. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we this we have friends. We we we, right. we hang out, but we also like to just chill out and mm-hmm. be at the house and just yeah. A day of nothing is great. You know what I mean? A day mm-hmm. of nothingness is absolutely. <laughs> I need that. I need a yes. reboot, you know. And, yeah, so and Nancy's yeah, uh, so big on that too, and we're we're on the same page with that. Because I'm not like I gotta go out. I gotta go mm-hmm. out. Uh, we go out when we want to go out. We go out with friends when we feel we want to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but that's been a big thing. Nancy checking with the kids. What did we, what did it, what was good today, Diego? Uh, mm-hmm. Diego will tell you. Diego, and mm-hmm. <laughs> he's quick to tell you. <laughs> you know uh, I mean? Yeah, Nelson, do you voice your needs to Nancy? Like, tell do I, Yeah, I, I, I'm. Our communications are always open. I think mm-hmm. I have very good communication with Nancy. She knows everything uh, about You're me. Like, I need mm-hmm. to go. Out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta get out. <laughs> I gotta I mean, get out. I mean, I want to get back to the gym. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I was always working out before, but I think that I have the time to do that now. So I want to mm-hmm. work my my gym schedule in and feel better for myself. Mm-hmm. I think I do have to do more things for yeah. myself. Give mm-hmm. myself some time. You know, what I, mean? I give Nancy all the time that she wants. If she wants to go out with somebody, go with some friends or something, she'll go have a, 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 a drink dinner, or drink, whatever. I I never am like. She'll just tell me, and I was like. I'm never like, why are you going to go? Why don't you go out? Well, why also tell you to? Yeah, so I'm, you know, but I'm a homebody sometimes. I just like to be home and just take a nap, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I definitely want to get back out and start working out and do things. You know, I I have friends that always go to the the 49er games and tailgate and be out all day. Um, And I think, you know, I can't be gone all day like that because I have the kids. I can't leave her there with the kids like that. I feel bad, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? but there's things that I do for myself that, mm-hmm. you know, I do, uh, we, we even do art. Mm-hmm. We even do the art, right? Mm-hmm. Crafting. We're, no. we're well, I, I do like the clay stuff. Oh, that, so, really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. I have a little piece that I have. I'll show you guys later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, we, cool. I, we take care of ourselves and I feel the time is, has been great. So right now we sit there, we'll watch a movie at night mm-hmm. uh, and we're like, this feels good. You know yeah. what I mean? This is, we're, we say that a lot. That's, like, I think that's also been a, a huge shift for us. We were so quick to like focus on all the things that weren't working out, mm-hmm. you know, and we tend to sort of, yeah, like the house. Oh God, if we could only do this to the house, if only we did that. And I think we're starting to understand that like, we also have to really focus in on the stuff that's really working. Yeah. And we'll walk around sometimes and also we'll say, babe, like life is good. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, and and it's good. just yeah. like yeah it is you know yeah. and it's it's not the kind of thing you say out loud mm-hmm. you don't notice those things you're just so aware of all the the lack yeah and so mm-hmm. i think that um it's important too to just like gosh like this feels really good right now yeah. and you know and like this is it like this is what we've wanted this is a good all, chapter right yeah now. this is a good chapter and let's just be Focus aware mm-hmm. yeah like notice it being present in it right and mm-hmm. then uh, what about for like people who aren't there people who are 
maybe where you were when you were stuck in the where you couldn't see like this is good like what advice or what pearls of wisdom can you offer to people that are like it doesn't feel good i think it's we were there we didn't know it i guess it's like you're already where you need to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i guess you're always where you need to be we were we were were already there we just didn't recognize it i guess maybe a lot of people are that are out there probably are in the same spot as us they don't realize how good it is Mm -hmm. already Mm -hmm. and i guess part of being happy for us is kind of like recognizing that things are pretty good right now you know what i mean um so and we appreciate i think i've learned that a lot Mm -hmm. from nancy is like you can appreciate this more you know i appreciate life more um i appreciate my job i appreciate that i can be at the beach and write a note you know what i mean during Mm -hmm. the day i'll send her a picture of day at the office and there's an ocean in the background you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. I mean, how lucky am I that I get to be home early like yeah. that or I can drive around. I don't have to do the office politics. And mm-hmm. So there's a lot of taking inventory is good. Taking mm-hmm. inventory of what you do have. You know what I mean? What do you have to do to get? What do you need to work on? That Nancy's really good at um, telling us that. Like, what are we needing to do? Let's plan. What are we going to do to get there? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let's make a plan. If something's bothering you, do something about it. Make, yeah. make a plan and get there, right? It's gonna sit there and fester if you don't take care of it, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that's where where we are. I think that's what we're learning. It's a process, mm-hmm. process. but um, yeah, that's a big. I would say that that's mm-hmm. a pearl of wisdom. It sounds yeah. easy, I guess, but yeah. just notice where you're at now. Yeah, it's yeah. a process. It's a process. Just keep at it. Mm-hmm. How do you think um, working on yourselves has made you better parents? Well, I mean, by example, Diego sees that. You know, he, I see Diego and he's a, he's a good kid. He's mm-hmm. a very good kid. So I think I can immediately, uh, uh, I think I'm a, I can't, can't even answer the question. I think it's, I, it's, it's also like you, you have to practice what you preach, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that you can tell your children, you know, all kinds of things that they should and shouldn't be doing. But if you turn around and do something that doesn't match it, then it's, you know, they're going to remember what they see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to remember. I mean, look at us. We're talking about what we saw growing up. Like Mm -hmm. we don't talk about what our parents told us, you know, like the Mm -hmm. pearls of wisdom they gave us. It's like, we just talk about the images and the memories that we have. And so I feel like, you know, so, so I have to, if I'm going to tell Diego to not compare himself to other people, you know, then I have to do that too. Mm -hmm. I have to model that as well. I can't be walking around and saying, Oh, their house is bigger than ours. Or, you know, they're, you know, like I can't do that because then I'm, you know, sort of modeling. um, (laughs) Our kids are having a moment in the background. (laughs) Okay. So I think it's, it's, it would be that I would just practice what you preach, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, like, don't tell them, just do it, act yeah. it, be it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we're wrapping up that, um, you would say, um, or that you can offer to people in terms of tools that you use, have used that you recommend, mm-hmm. whether it's books that were really influential, mm-hmm. um, practices that you have, mm-hmm. Instagram accounts that you follow. I mean, whatever <laughs> yeah, right, right. tools that you have yeah. that you're like, you know what? These have been really helpful to me. Yeah. You may want to check them out. Right. The um, For sure, you want to read everything Brene Brown puts out. <laughs> like, you know, Gifts right. of Imperfection was just eye-opening for me. Um, I Sorry, that's a minor crying. Um, for sure, uh, anything Super Soul Sunday, Oprah, you mm. can look it up on YouTube. It's available all her interviews are, are great. Um, and then even when, you know, you, you see the interviews, like you will also, um, you know, read whoever's book that is, you know, Uh like, um, one of the podcasts that I listened to that was really influential and it also came from Jess Lively was the life coach, the, um, life coach school with Brooke Castillo. Uh I'll send you the information. And, Um, she has this really awesome podcast where she breaks down, like, you know, like she did one recently on shy versus introverted, like what the difference is. And so she kind of broke it down. And then she also gave a lot of tips on how to work through that, like how to 
work through awkward conversations, how, you know. So so her podcast is really, the, the main takeaway for me is the whole, like, your thoughts create your feelings sort of mm -hmm. thing. Like, so, um, you know, even though this is obviously something that I do in my own work with people, it's like, it's not something I was applying, you know, mm -hmm. like, so um, that was huge for me, just shifting my, realizing, like, oh, I'm feeling this way. How did that start? Like, what was the thought that came before that feeling? And so... Um, that podcast, a lot of this stuff is free, yeah. you know, and that's what people need to know. Like you could also, if you have a library card, you can go, um, to hoopla.com and register your library card. You get free audiobooks. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my audiobooks I don't pay for because I have nice. a library card. Hoopla.com. Hoopla.com. Um, you could also download books. Um, and so, um, there's just so many books out there. I would say to someone, just like keep reading, like Whatever is out there, like once you find, for instance, like, you know, like I did the search for the happiness project and it came up with Brene Brown, you can go on Amazon and type in Oprah or, you know, whatever, and you will find all kinds of books that are related and then just download them, read them. I would just say you always have to be feeding your mind something like whatever it is. Like I try to tell Nelson the same thing. He's more into politics. So that's yeah. kind of his thing. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's more like just podcasts, books, um, I follow a lot of people on social media. Most of my feed are like, you know, inspiring quotes. Mm -hmm. I stopped following celebrities. I stopped, except for Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Oh, um, he's, his his um, Instagram account is one that people need to follow. Um, he always has like, you know, these little Insta stories with like really helpful information. Um, I would I would just really look at what you're exposing yourself to. You know, like for me, I think my Instagram account was full of a lot of things that were making me feel like I wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. You know, like I needed mm -hmm. to be more Pinteresty, or I needed to be, um, you know, like pack my kid a bento box. You know, like you know, all these <laughs> things that you see, which are great, but it was like, oh, this isn't making me feel good. Like, so yeah. I just kind of my my news feed reflects what I want to see. So I do. Um, I just don't follow a lot of people that um, bring that stuff up in me. And then sometimes I'm, I'm okay with it. So I think it's about checking with yourself. Like, are you dealing with body issues right now? Then maybe mm -hmm. following all these, you know, people that are like fit and do, like maybe that's not going to help you right now. Like maybe, yeah. you know, you need to follow some other accounts. And so I think it's always just checking with yourself and realizing you know, you, you, you can make time. Like people will always say like, how do you have time to read? Or how do you, it's like, I wash dishes. I have to wash dishes. Right. So I might as well just play something that's fun and makes <laughs> right. my yeah. dishwashing more exciting. I wake up early, um, in the mornings to have my own time and I don't always do it, but I know that when I do it, then, you know, um, in the morning when people, when the rest of them wake up, I'm more present, I'm more aligned, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be as short or um you know quick to get upset it's like i'm more i'm definitely more in the moment yeah. um so i would say having a practice for sure helps this is awesome guys paulo do you have any last questions i think those were a lot of really great no, suggestions yeah <laughs> very good su suggestions mm -hmm. i really just want to appreciate you guys because you shared so much amazing great knowledge that i know is going to be really helpful and we've had the best time with you guys. And thank you guys so much. It's been fun. Thank, thank you. you. It's been awesome. All right, guys. Till next time. All right. And that's the end of the interview. That was it. Oh, my goodness. Where do we start with that interview? Oh, my God. They were talking about... They were giving a lot of wisdom. They were, and I was like just so taken by how um, vulnerable and open open they were to talking to us about anything and everything. Yeah. Um, like they didn't have to mention that they went to therapy, but they mentioned it. But they mentioned it because in the culture, ooh, going to therapy. I know, and I love how like what a safe space they've created in their home because even Diego... When the opportunity came up for him to do therapy in his school, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, like I'm going to talk about like friend issues and school issues. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden they just realize what works for the family and what was for each one of them. Mm -hmm. And let's just do it. 
And they weren't even doing it, I think, intentionally, because even when Diego was like, I'm going to go to therapy, there was this like apprehension from mm -hmm. Nancy, like, oh my God, why are you going to therapy? But it's just a testament to what a safe space they created in their home yeah. for working on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like personal development is a way of being yeah. in their home. Mm -hmm. Like like na like you can tell you can tell because it's showing in in diego now yeah exactly. or or um where they mentioned how um uh, how nelson is like okay i've learned that i don't have to pick up um oh, the moods of nancy yeah. i i actually lo I, i love that oh my god yeah i love that in the, because yeah it's just be just because i'm mad that doesn't mean that you need to pick it up Right. And now Diego's doing that too. And now, yeah, the little boy is doing mm -hmm. it. Oh my God. And that all goes and it's tied together with what Nancy was saying, which is it doesn't matter what you tell your kids. What matters is like that you practice it, that they see you do it. Mm -hmm. Because when they do, like that's when um, your kids really believe it and they take it in and they embrace it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, what matters is the actions. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just, I can't get enough of Nancy and Nelson. I cannot wait to meet them or meet up with them again. Um, they're definitely our kind of peeps. And mm -hmm. not just because they're introverts and we're introverts, <laughs> mm -hmm. but like on all levels, I feel like they are just such, um, such an amazing couple. And, um, and I love the fact that they just working on themselves and, and, and as a family. Mm -hmm. And obviously mistakes are going to happen. Yeah. But I believe that now that they have a starting point. Mm -hmm. And they, they can do. use like pick up themselves and continue the struggle and continue moving forward. Uh, yeah, and they're not giving up on each other. And they're not giving up on each other. I, I, I also love the fact that, well, I, I believe that it was like um, Nelson that says it that you have to be a role model for your kids. Yeah. And you need to show them that whenever you disagree with someone, it's not the end of the world. Oh, yes. That you can have hard conversations. Yes, and, and to show them that in disagreements, then there's the next step is to, to make repair. amends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, oh my God, that was just awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. Um, please feel free to share it, spread the word about our podcast and about um, Nancy and Nelson. You can follow Nancy on Instagram at, at Nancita Carranza. We'll definitely link to her Instagram and to her blog. She's now blogging, which I think is fantastic so that she can um, continue to share more and more of her knowledge that she's gained over these past years on her own um, personal development journey. So you can catch um, her blog at um, com, which we will also link to. And we're also going to link to all the different uh, recommendations that she made. Um, Brene Brown, Super Soul, the podcast, The Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo, like all these, we're going to link to them in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaka and at also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-fathers.com. Gracias!